Rabbi Sai, a good morning, a good Nair of Shabbos. Nair of Shabbos Kaidish. The first Shabbos of the year, Rabbi Sai, Toshin Pe Gimel, Erev Shabbos Kaidish Parshas Vayelech. Ah, and it's Erev Shabbos Kaidish, Shabbos Shuva, Parshah will read the Aftara, Hoshea, Shuva, Hashem, Elekecha. Klaisel is exhorted that we should do Tshuva. And there's no question every year when we get to these parshias and we get to the Shabbos Shuva and during the Sarasi made Tshuva, we feel need that we have to try to do Tshuva as best as we can. But uh, I think this year, I don't know about what you're feeling, but I'm definitely feeling, and I'm sure many other of us are feeling that we don't have to be exhorted too much. The Rebbein Shalom is fearing the Velt, and we see a world which is filled with uh, many, many reminders that this year we should do our best to do tshuva and to return to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and to become the best that we can possibly can, to look for etzes, look for advice, and as it's brought down in the Musas form, the best thing is to be makabal on ourselves, kabbalas, even small kabbalas. You know, I know myself, I'm just mentioning, you know, I took of myself a little kabbalah, a small little kabbalah, but that kabbalah I'm trying my best to keep. Since Rosh Hashanah, small little Kabbalahs, Rabbi, so you don't have to take big Kabbalahs. Kabbalahs that are going to be able to, you're going to maintain it, try your best, as I always say, to Talmidim, even if you can't say you're necessarily going to keep it for the entire year, but can you keep it for two weeks? Can you keep it for a month? You say, oh, until after Sukkot, I'll try to keep this Kabbalah of whatever it is, be it in Lima Natayra, be it in Musr, being, being a better husband, being a better person, not saying Lashon Hara, and making a Tainas Deber, whatever it is, you know, each person has to look into themselves, but the main thing is that we all are trying our best, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with us. Baruch, we shouldn't think HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not with us, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with us. So this week we were in the base Medrash for two days of Rosh Hashanah, each person in his Mokam, and we davened, and we prayed that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should listen to our prayers, we should have a good year, it should be a sweet year. And we said in Musaf, we said the famous tefillah of Rabbi Amna and the Sana Toikiv. And unfortunately, we said what we normally say, Eze Medinas, which Medina will have different types of distressful things, Mibacherev, Mibachaya, Mibatsoma, Mibarov. And we cried out, the famous words, Uchuva, Tfila, Utsdoka, Madvir, and Israel, Gzeira, that with the three things, Chuva and Tfila, and Stoka, we're able to, re, to rescind, it's able to stop the Gzeira. What type of Gzeiras? We need a reminder. This week, Hurricane Ian, I think it's called, which is still battering Florida, and now it's going up to Carolina. And, you know, for people that don't necessarily live in those places, so they just took as another hurricane. But isn't this so interesting that's happening right in the beginning of the year, right after Rosh Hashanah, a tremendous hurricane, which is causing not only, first thing, loss of life, people that have died already, and they say the President of the United States said it's going to be a very large number of people, it shouldn't be, but this is what it is. And we hope, we pray people should be safe, but damage, so much damage. See, the world is so fragile, and nature, so-called nature, is really run by a Baruch Hu. And 
it's exhorting us to daven. We should daven for Archenu, Kobes Yisro, and the Sunni Batorah Bashuvia. What's happening not only in Ukraine, in Russia now, many, many Jews are running away from the, the latest. Um, the latest declaration of of the Putin to, to everyone has to go to the people have to go to the army and to fight in the war, which is a, considered very very unjust. The Ukraine, you know, uh, the Ukraine is, is 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 in war, and people take a look and say, "Well, well, people went to Uman." I know Talmudim from there, Yaakov went to Uman. Many many thousands of you went to Uman, even though I know many many of the big uh, regular people did not go because of the danger, because how could the people go there? It's Suffolk, Sakonis, Nefashis. But, you know, I'm not here to judge people that went. People have a Muna, and, and it happened that Baruch Hashem, they were able to be safe. But in other places in Ukraine, I read this morning in the newspaper, many, many cities are under fire, and many, many people, are, the, the, the whole Ukrainian commerce ec- economy is completely, completely shut down. It's being bolstered by the government, but Lamaisa people, many of them have left and they haven't come back. And it's Achenukal Beis Yisrael. And here in Eretz Yisrael, attacks that are going on now, the Arabs are again showing their ugly face and come out every night. There's, there's incidents with the army and with soldiers and with killing terrorists. So we don't need many reminders. We don't have to go into all the, the stories we have to recognize the global look that it's a massive of what it says in this week's parsha of Anochi Aster Aster Ponai Mehem Kadosh Baruch Hu is unfortunately sometimes when Klai Yisrael acts in a certain way Kadosh Baruch Hu hides himself from us but we have to take a look and we have to peek in that Afilo Bastara the Baal Shem Tev says Afilo Bastara in the Haster Aster in this week's parsha is still the Anochi everyone can still see that the Rebbeinu was with him. And we want to be mechazek as often, get chizik from the parsha, and hopefully find some practical chizukin that we can use to go into not only Shabbos Shu, but to go into Yom Kippur and Bez Hashem Yisbarach. This should be able to bring us to the Yontav of Sukkot. I do want to mention that amongst the Tzaras of Klai Yisrael, when we hear about Talmud HaChachamim, especially Gedoli Olam, we're not well, we have to daven for them. It's again, it's a sign that we have to take, take things and we have to Take heed. And unfortunately, our great Godel here in Harnov, with Moshe Sturmbuch, who's been very, very weak, they've asked publicly to daven for him. I've been davening for him for a long time. I speak to his son, come out every day. The name to daven for is Moshe Ben Devarah, and they've requested, it's already publicized here in our community to daven. And we hope that we pray, we're going to say over some things, some different Torah, Chibili, Lizchusai, we also want to ask it should be Rafush Lema for my father-in-law, Rav Mordechai Ben Shendel, the Rebison's father, who's also in need of Rachme Shemayim. And this is Betoich Shar Chole Yisrael. There's so many people that need Rafus, but we want to mention these two people, and we hope that and we pray that the different Torah should be a schus for them, and it should be a schus for all of us. So we start the Parsha. This is really the last day. Such an interesting thing. If you take, if you know a little bit about the history of this week's parsha, what time of the year is this parsha really taking place? It's taking place <laughs> Purim time. It's taking place in other. This is the last day of Moshe Rabbeinu's life, and the famous pasuk, the beginning of the parsha, 
Okol Yisrael, he says, I'm now 120 years old, I can't go any further, I can't do anything anymore. Rashi says, it's Toshash Koychay. But Moshe Rabbeinu knew this is the day Zion Adar, that he's going to, he was born, this day he's going to die. And very interesting, uh, Rashi, if you take a look in some of the versions of Rashi, we say over this cute word, Vayelech Moshe, and it says, Vagaymer, etc., and the question is, what does Rashi want? What is Rashi saying that for? And there are many people that say, well, it was just a printing mistake. And there's some chumashim, they don't even bring it down. But I saw it brought down that Rav Moshe Zetzal, Rav Moshe Feinstein, he asked the question, and many, many other people asked the question. And one of the words they say over is that this is really a great lesson for all of us, that Moshe Rabbeinu, where did he go? And what's the Vagaymer? So the Svarim HaKadoshim bring down that a Misasai, even when Moshe Rabbeinu is going to die, he's still Goymer, he's still teaching Kla Yisrael. Goymer Lashon of Gemara. He's still going on, he's still ongoing. Everything that we have is from Torah's Moshe. Moshe was Makabal the Torah from Sinai, and he gave it to Kla Yisrael. Until today, we are learning the Torah's Moshe. Vayelech Moshe, even on the day of his death, the Goymer. He's still teaching us. He's still with us. And with this, they answer that the, the Chazal say that no one knows where Moshe Rabbeinu was dying. No one knows. No one knows where he's buried. The answer is because he's buried. The Swarim say he's buried within the hearts of every single Yid. Every single Yid has the Nitzitzitz of Moshe Rabbeinu. And what does he speak? We'll soon see Vayidabers Hadvarim Ha'ela. We're soon going to see Gavaldi Gavart. Before we say that part, we want to say over the Targum Yonason Ben Azil says a different interpretation. Where did Moshe Rabbeinu go? Lemishkan Beis Ulpana. He went to the Beis Medrash the last day of his life. Moshe Rabbeinu goes to the Beis Medrash. The Mepharshim simply learned that that's where he went, that's where Kla Yisrael was, and he wanted to give them Teichach, he wanted to give them Musr. He went to the Beis Medrash. But there are others that make a different observation. That Moshe Rabbeinu, even on the day of his death, when it was Toshash, when it was it was Nistimu Mayonos Shalchachma, he wasn't able to be Mechadish anymore. He still went to the Beis Medrash, the place where Yid belongs, is to go and to hear a shir. Moshe Rabbeinu was even willing to hear a shir, as the Medrash says, he was even willing to go to hear the shir from Yeshua Ben Nun, which was not a simple thing. And uh, I remember that my, my Rebbe, Rav Moshe Feinstein, on the day of his death, he was nifter. He wrote a tshuva on his deathbed. He wrote a tshuva that day. He wrote a tshuva as he was in the hospital. Because the Torah is, and the Shulchan Aruch brings down, the Ramah brings down, even when a person, is also in the mitzvah, of Talmud Torah. If Sternbuch just puts the last clasp on it and he just says that it's teaching us a great lesson that Moshe Rabbeinu is the Mechanech of the generation, Mechanech of not only that generation, of all the generations, and he's showing us that even when a person is ill, even on the deathbed, what does a person do? A person goes to the base marriage. Can you imagine? Everyone knew that Moshe Rabbeinu was going to die that day. And still he went to the base matters to learn what kind of lesson was that. Even his last moments, he tried his utmost to hop around.
I saw it brought down that Rav Moshe Feinstein that in his last breaths he said, he said that the last thing he said, he doesn't have any kach. That means until the last moment he tried his utmost to use all of his kachas for Torah, all of his kachas to teach Klai Yisrael. The last moments he said, now he doesn't have any kach, he can't do it anymore. And then he was nifted. Those were his last words. The Chidah says an interesting word. We like to say over the Chidah. Chidah says a great lesson, which I think will give us some uh, practical applications for our process of tshuva. And he says, what's the message of Moshe Rabbeinu? The message of Moshe Rabbeinu, that the greatest tshuva, which is really what he wanted to teach Klai Yisrael, he wanted to speak these, these dvarim. What are these dvarim? These dvarim are the Torah. Like we say, these are the words of the Torah. He was telling us, the greatest musr I can give you, the greatest tochach is to make sure to try your utmost to be mechazik yourselves in the Torah. Why? Because the Torah, he says a few reasons. Number one is it's he aim kol chai. It's the mother of all life. As we say in the morning, in Shman in the afternoon, in the evening, we say the brach of tshuva, we say, first we say, hashiveinu avinu l'sara And then we say, hachazireinu b'sashuva shleim l'fanecha. So the preface is first return us to Torah. And then we'll be able to we'll be able to return to tshuva as well, because the Torah is the Pesach for tshuva. Whatever we can do, pimachazik as us in Torah, that is the greatest tshuva that we can do. If we want to know what's a process that we can take upon ourselves in these days of a serisumet tshuva and Shabbos tshuva, is this aspect of pimachazik in Torah. Chidah says, "Gavaldik reasons." Number one, it says, "Eitz chayim mila machazikim ba." Anyone that's Dovik, anyone that holds on to the Torah, he has an Eitz Chayim. So it gives him life. Number two, the Torah is the antidote for the Eitz Sahara, as it says, Barasi Eitz Sahara, Barasi Torah Tavlin. I created the Eitz Sahara and I created the antidote is the Torah. If a person sees the Gemara says in Kedushin, you see them, this manuvel, this disgusting being who's always trying to get us to, to, to stop what we're doing, what you do, grab him into the base Medrash. What we always say, when he's in our own turf, then he can't have the same effect. And we know when a person's in the base Medrash, it's a different type of environment. Such an important lesson, this whole parasha is teaching us that Moshe Rabbeinu went into the base Medrash. Where should we be? Try our utmost, whatever we can do to find time to be in the base Medrash. I'm sure Ben Torah can spend more time. He should spend more time. Even a Balabash should make sure to have a, a, a shear where in a base Medrash and I heard that the, the, one of the, the goylobs that attacked, not the goylob, but the, 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 the shade that was in the times of the Vilna Gain, one of the shadim that used to go into the uh, mazikim that went into people, uh, when they said over the name of the Grah, he literally would run away. He would bereach just from the name of the Grah. And they, they courted him. They said, the Grah, the, the Grah, you can't understand what the Grah, the Torah. And he can't, they can't take the, the level of Kedusha. When a person is steeped in Torah like the Vilna Gain, so the Shadim, the Mazikim, they run away. Another reason the Chidah says is that an Avera, a person has Averas, it quench, it, unfortunately, it puts out the Kayach of the Mitzvah that a person does before that. But Avera can't be Mechabah the Torah. The Torah is the Chashas, the Mitzvah in the world. It's Shokul Keneged Kola Mitzvah. Another reason why Torah is so important. Also, the Torah asked HaKadosh Baruch Hu, 
Mau Yasa The Torah was the one that asked Hakadosh Baruch what's the Eitzah for the sinner in order that he should get Mechilas Avinus, and therefore the Pshat is Vayelech Moshe. Listen to this word. Moshe Rabbeinu went according to the Chidah. He wanted to speak to Klai Yisrael. What is it? Ladaber. He wanted to speak to Chacha. What was the Chacha that he told him? Eile Hadvarim. He told him these words. He said, get yourselves into the base measures. That's the chashish, the thing that you can do. And if each one of us will be mechazik each other in the area of Torah, what can I do to help another person learn Torah? Wow, what an eitzah before Shabbos Tshuva. I have to tell you that last night I was at an askara for a dear neighbor of ours who passed away and the yard site was right here. He was passed away in Rosh Hashanah, Yoni Ashburn. I've mentioned him a few times during the course of the year. 19-year-old boy. And last night, his father made a siyam on all of Mishnayis. Now, his father is about tshuva, and it was not a simple thing for him to learn all of Mishnayis. But really, he spoke beautifully. And not only did he speak, and it really was an elevating evening for us, the neighbors and the friends that we went there. It was on someone's porch, and he really explained uh, such beautiful things. I don't want to go too much about it. But Rabbi Emanuel Feldman Schlitter, the Rav of the community in Atlanta, Georgia, now the Rabbi Emeritus, was also the father-in-law of Rabbi Grossman Schlitter, former Rabbi of Neriakov. He spoke beautifully, and he said an unbelievable insight. You know, we all know that we learn Mishnayis, and the simple understanding is, because the Isis Mishnayis of Mishnah is Neshama. But he said, he said an interesting word that... The um, really the Mish- Mishnah is the neshama of the Torah Shabbat The neshama of the Torah Shabbat We know the Torah Shabbat is like the goof, but if we would only have the Torah Shabbat and we wouldn't have the Mishnah, which explains it, the Mishnah is also the Mishnah, and then there's explanation of the Mishnah, which is the Gemara, we'd be missing the whole umph, the whole knack, the whole soul of the Torah. So when a person learns the Mishnayis, what he's saying is, is that I am now extending for that nifter who's not able to learn. I'm giving him sources. I'm I'm, nichness into the neshama. And that's the greatest, greatest aliyah that a neshama should have. In the parish we said before that the, um, the, um, we're living in a time of Astara, and um, and we have to do our best, even in Bizman Hastara, to try to raise up our um, our efforts, whatever we can do. And I think that not only in the area of Torah, but also in the area of Adam Chavero, which we know that this is really the mitzvah Hamiuchedes that on Yom Kippur, Hakadosh Baruch is, is able to make to do give slicha mechilah. On the mitzvahs bin Adam Lamakam, but bin Adam every person has to do his utmost to make amends and to ask for mechila, and um, and we have to think about it. What can we do? I want to say over two stories, which I said over yesterday in the yeshiva, just to pinpoint and then say over a gavaldik story which I saw this morning, Ravari Levin, the Chavetz Chaim on Leil Yom Kippur. He came into the base medrash, and there was an old bacher there, and what's called an elder, a bacher in the yeshiva who never got married, 
He already was older. Everyone, all of his friends were married. He was sitting alone in the base medrus late at night after everybody had left. And the Chafetz Chaim sat down next to him. His name was Herschel Kamener. And he started, Chafetz Chaim started speaking to him. He didn't tell him Musa. He didn't tell him the Torah. He didn't say, let's learn a sugya. He started telling him his own life story. And he said, that, you know what? Herschel Kamener was a Yosem. And the Chafetz Chaim said, I'm also Yosem. His father passed away at a young age. And even though he was a very bright boy, he, went, he was sent to learn in, the, in Vilna. And in Vilna, he said he had tzaras, the maskilim, the enlightened people tried to, to, to grab him and to turn him off from Yiddishkeit, and he was able to escape from them. And he became a great Talmud Chacham, he was an Eloi, and he was offered a lot of great Shaduchim, and people wanted to give him a lot of very chashva Shaduchim with a lot of money, the dunyas. But what happened was his mother had remarried a Balabas, this Balabas had a daughter, and he, he basically, he was kafa on his mother that he should, she should read the Shaduch, he wants his daughter, and he said, Almost to the point, he said, if you're not going not gonna to marry, if he's not going to marry my daughter, I'm going to make your shalom bias very, very difficult. The Chafetz Chaim said, even though he had great shaduchim offers, but he felt that for shalom bias, he wanted to, 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 to make sure that his mother should have a good life. It's hard to believe, but this is what happened. And he ended up marrying this, his, his Rebetzin. And he said, this Rebetzin, she wasn't the greatest, uh, smartest, and she wasn't but she was a good, good person. And he was able to learn a lot. And his wife supported him. She ran the store, the famous store, the fish store that they had. I think it was a fish store. And he was able to write Svarim. And he, she brought up the children. They had children. And he was able to become the Chafetz Chaim. Then he had a yeshiva. And he spent the, the whole night of Yom Kippur just saying over to his Herschel Kam, he said, you know what? Right now you don't know, but the Rebbe was with you. And he gave him chizuk. What did the Chafetz Chaim do on the night of Yom Kippur? He helped out another Yid. And I think that's such an important thing. What can we do to help out another Yid? And I said over a similar story with the Chibina Rav, Dov Berish Wiesenfeld, who was the great Godel here in Eretz Yisrael, and he also came after the war, and there were people that were like him, and he used to daven with them in the Kal Chassidim Shul in Shari Chassid. And the night of Yom Kippur, one of the first years that he was here, after the tefillahs, he had a plan. His plan was he was going to stay up the whole night. He was going to learn Mesech to Yuma. He was going to chazer it many, many times. And he felt that would be a great way for him to have an aliyah on Yom Kippur. That would be his avoy, this Yom Kippurim, to learn Mesech to Yuma many, many times. And then he saw that there were these Yidden Holocaust survivors. Each one was a remnant. No one had family. No one had a brother. No one had a sister. No one had a mother. And they were sitting around and they were trying to sing the Gunim to remind themselves of the Nagunim that they used to sing in the Altaheim when they used to go to Davening. And the, the Chibina went and he sat with them and he sang with them. And he said, Oh, you should tell me your Nagun. And the Chibina sang with them. He spent the night of hours sitting with these Yidden, giving them Chizuk. And people asked me afterwards, Rabbi, what did you do that for? He says, He made a Cheshman. What does the Rabbanushim want for me? Does the Rabbanushim want for me? that I should chazer the mesechter over many, many times, or is it better for me to be mechazek yidin? Rabbi said, when a person has an open heart for other Jews, I said, yesterday, we have to recognize there's a world which is devoid of Yiddishkeit. We live in our communities, we have shuls, we have batikinesias, we have batikinesias, we're able to go to Uman, we're able to go to yeshivas and daven, and how many people are without Yiddishkeit? As if Shach used to say, there's over a million children there to show that unfortunately they go to school in the beginning of the year 
and they don't, they're not taught how to say Kriyashma. So we have an obligation to think about this, people. Now listen to this unbelievable story. Rabbi Arya Levin, he learned by Rabbi Baruch Ber Leibovitz, he was in Elo Yotzim, Rabbi Arya was the Tzadik Yushalayim, and he learned there before Kamenetz. He learned in Yeshiva, and Rabbi Arya was such an Elo that Rabbi Baruch Ber learned with him Bechavrusa. He was 16 years old, and because he was such a Chashva Bacha, Rabbi Baruch Ber got him one of the Chashva Balabatims to give him what's called teg. That means he could eat by his house. And not every person had a wealthy balabas. Sometimes you had balabatim, they only had a little bit to give, a little porridge, a little bit of old bread. Not everyone, not everyone even got teg, but he got to sit by Gavir's house. But there was one problem by this Gavir's house. This Gavir, him and his wife had promise of Shalom Bayes. And every day when he would go there for the meals, he would hear them bickering and fighting and, and screaming and shouting. And it really, really bothered him that they didn't have Shalom Bayes. There's nothing he could do about it. He was a young boy. But it got to the point that literally he felt that his whole, his whole neshama was being destroyed by the, by the machlaikis that was in front of him. And he didn't know what to do. And finally he made a decision. He cannot remain here even though he's able to eat food. He didn't want to go and tell his Rebbe, because he could tell his, his Rebbe, Baruch his Rebbe would feel very, very bad. And then his Rebbe maybe unfortunately would have to get involved with this machlaikas of the Shalom Bayes, and who knows, maybe he would lose out this Balabas Kanareh, used to give a lot of money to Rabbi Baruch to help support the yeshiva, a certain amount of money. He decided he has to leave the yeshiva, and he went, and he didn't tell his Rebbe why, and he went to Velazhin, and he went and learned to Velazhin. Rabbi Baruch was very distraught, but he, Rabbi Arya never ever revealed to him why he left, because he didn't want to cause his Rebbe any pain. And they asked Rabbi Arya, you know, Rabbi Arya, you lost out of being together with her Baruch Bear. So he said, you know what? I felt all along, I tried my utmost to remain there. But I got to the point where I was feeling that I'm losing my heart. My heart is becoming uh, used to it. It's being mistagel, as it says. I'm getting used to them fighting. And when a person loses what's called the lave, and the lave turns into a lave, instead of being a lave boss or a lave evan. So then I decide if I'm going to lose my heart, my heart's not going to be a feeling heart, then I have to leave. And he made this cheshman. Rabbi Zai, we're living in a time period. There's no question. There's a lot of tsaris in the world. And we have to understand that if we feel the pain of another person, and we can give simcha to another person on the positive side, then that is all part of what a Baruch wants from us. If we want to be chayzer b'tshuva, then even the, in the haster, in the hastara, we see the anarchy of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we reflect upon what can I do to help another Yid? What can I do to be a feeling Jew? And if we'll do that, and we'll also take upon ourselves the Derech HaTshuva, which we said before, to use the Torah as the springboard for us to recognize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with us at all times when we're with Him, and we'll take these words, we'll take the words of of Torah, we want to wish everybody this Shabbos Shuvah, this first Shabbos of the year, Tavshin Pei Gimel. It should be, I was thinking, not only Pliyas Gedoyles, it should be Gevaldik Efreilach. Tavshin Pei Gimel, Gevaldik Efreilach. Will Mirz Hashem will be Zoycha. In the Ben Kessel, also, Kodesh Borcha will tain. You should give a Slicha Kapara. Will be Zoycha Mirz Hashem. 
to a year of Soiva, a year of Regoa, Matzei Shviyas, Rabbi Sai, Mashiach Ben David Ba, we should be Zerchem, to the coming of Mashiach Tzidkeinu, Meher V'meinu Amen, wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.